And who might you be? Uh, oh, that, you don't want to mess with him. That, that's a stone-cold killer. Yeah, you don't want to mess with him. I mean, he's stone-cold. Whoo, Met Boy's bad. I seen him rip somebody's guts out through, through the ass, and the eyes fell out. Do the move that you do. The gut and eyes move. Where the guts went black, just dropped them. I'm bad. No, I'm bad, baby. I, I rip your lips off and kiss my ass with them shits. I seen them do. I do that. That's how I get down, baby. I rip your tongue out and lick my balls with it. Shut up. Check him out. Yo, if you know, you know. <laughs> Episode 52 of the Me and E Show. We hope y'all are laughing like we are. <laughs> we got the whole crew in the building. And uh, on the pull-up today, draft recap. NBA playoff check-in, and then, of course, our review of the Bulls season as they bowed out 4-1 to the Milwaukee Bucks. If you don't know, we're going to get into the Dave Chappelle incident as well. And we got blessed. Yesterday was May the 4th. So we're going to talk about the Obi-Wan trailer. And, of course, this weekend, we also get into the Multiverse of Madness. So, as always, sit back, relax, and strap it down as you get into Episode 52 of the Me and E Show, Desmond Jones, Chef Russell, E Staples. I'm Mark Jones, and uh, let's have some fun. Squad, what's good? Bro, you are so crazy for that, bro. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, that was perfect, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was perfect, but also I would say one of his cleanest intros he's had. One of his what? Cleanest intros he's had. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Hey, man, Absolutely. I'm, work, I'm working on some things, like, man. I'm, I'm trying to raise you with that, man. Yeah, I'm hype. I'm ready to go run out of tunnel. That's, what I'm, that's, what I, that's my job. And if, if if I ain't doing that, then damn it, I need to get better. I'm glad I was able to set the, to- the tone tonight. So Moderate then, son. Hey, you know what it is, you know, trying to trying to get into my getting where I fit in. So uh, speaking of which, yo, we we for those who didn't tune in, go back to previous episodes. Um, actually, previous episode, we had the draft, info draft weekend. Day one was kind of uh for the you no know, for us Bears fans, we were just kind of watching, observing, you know, where all the you know, they the king of the north, like East Staples and them had a Nice time on day one. Day two happened, and it was like day two and day three was crazy. So go definitely go back and peep episode uh, 50, part two, where we were at the NFL draft. But, uh, fellas, the draft has come and gone, and uh, the NFL has gotten a new influx of talent into the league. Uh, Shep, how are you feeling about the draft, like what are some of your takeaways about the draft and what did you think about 
Um, no, just a little little focus on the NFC North. What what were some thoughts that ran down your down your slim down head <laughs> as you're dropping the weight? Shout out to shout out to the weight loss journey. Shep's on. Keep encouraging him and sending him nothing but love. But Shep, what what were some of your thoughts as we uh, as the draft was uh, progressing through the weekend? I appreciate that. Shout out for that. You know, starting this 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 journey I'm on. So uh, hopefully it keeps going on and on and on. But uh, as far as this, this draft, man, like I mean, I'm just it's just still amazing to me how much of the event that that it is that it's come. Uh, how things just like just shut down and and it's just all about NFL. So NFL gets Super Bowl Sunday. They got draft weekend starting off on a Thursday, and it lived up to everything that you know. We all want it, you know. Uh, we sat, like you said, we sat there Thursday and watched the draft, and it was Friday and Saturday where we really took took heavy interest because of of, of the Bears. But um, as far as what the Bears did, they did what they, you know, I kind of expected them to do, uh, you know. And then, you know, there's a few players that we kind of, I know we all touched on, we wanted to, to see about them getting, but. Uh, overall, man, I said they, them trades. Like we were, I was, I was in messenger. I was like, "There's a trade." And you're like, "A trade?" I'm like, "Yeah, another one." What do you mean another? Is there one or two trades? There's two trades. Help me. No, <laughs> like there's two trades. My bad. There's three trades. <laughs> it's like wait, 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 wait. What's the, what are the details? Oh my god. <laughs> So it was insane with the Bears to do it, but but it was a, it was all understandable. Uh, I love the first two picks, and you know defensively, and then even the third one, you know the receiver that they got. I'm kind of I'm really excited. I'm actually kind of digging into what he's about. But uh, as far as the NFC North, man, I mean we got some talent going on now. Um, you know, I think the Bears still a little step behind uh, talent wise, but. Uh, you know, the Lions approved. Minnesota's doing what they what they can to keep up. You know, and Green Bay just got an influx of of young talent for Aaron Rodgers and on the defensive side, which is which is wow. Like, I mean, wow. Two kids from Georgia going the first round to, to the Packers, and then they get the receiver. Oh my gosh, move up in the second round, jeez. But uh, but yeah, man. It, it, it lived up to everything I thought it would be, especially going into the undrafted free agents. That's where I really was keeping my eye on to see what was going there. So, um, yeah, man. Speaking of, I mean, let's just clear the deck. I, I, and I feel Shep has grown and he's just, he is just, you know, just he's throwing dimes like he's Chris Paul, right? <laughs> he's serving up. Not the other stayed, night. Hmm? But yes. Not Chris Paul the other night, but regular Chris Paul. Regular Chris Paul. 14 for 14. <laughs> Chris Paul. <laughs> but uh, Shep is, man, nice segue over to the king of the north, the co-host. The man's got his name on the, on the billboard. E. Staples. E, you're you're diehard Green Bay Packers fan. I know uh, Thursday, a week ago, as we're recording this on the fifth of July, uh, or the fifth of May, shout out to Revenge of the Fifth. Um, how were you feeling? Because like last week, you you were kind of like, mm, 
I really wanted Christian yeah. Watson. You, you got those two defense, and then you traded up the two two second round picks to trade up to get Christian Watson. So I would imagine by this time on Friday, you were pretty happy with yeah. the, the direction of the, the Green Bay Packers. So talk to us about the, the Packers draft and some things that you're looking at and some people that uh, decisions that you like, some things that you kind of maybe have questioned and, and what you're happy that's uh, going on with your, with your, uh, with your, uh, you know, NFC North reigning division champions, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. 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 Um, listen, I mean, first of all, uh, before I go into the obviously whatever everybody's talking about is guys from Georgia and of course Christian watching. But um, what I want to uh, just kind of go ahead and touch on first and foremost, just to like kind of get this out there is uh, the fact that we you know um, another safety uh, in, in the seventh round. Uh, we drafted another wide receiver. Um, we drafted another safety. We drafted a t- um, an offensive lineman as well. So uh, first of all, like just the, with the safety and everything like that, going to ladder rounds, um, I feel like those were special teams picks. So again, some guys that can, that can make some plays on special teams, and and I think that is such an valuable uh, thing right now is because special teams are literally what got us out the playoffs last year. So um, to be beefing that up and everything and, and making sure that we can get some playmakers along with the brand new special teams coach, I think that is going to be outstanding and valuable uh, going forward in, in, in tight games and when it comes to field position. But um, the defense is going to be nasty. The defense is going to be ridiculous. And I, and I feel like I've kind of alluded to this last time, but with those two young kids that we got, uh, very physical, um, my man's can stop the run. Um, he actually signed his his uh his his contract today. Uh, not Quay Walker. Uh, the the other one, the, the defensive tackle that we got. I keep keep forgetting. Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. Devontae Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's the first one to sign, right? First. Yeah, first he's the first round. one to sign. I believe he's the first one to sign out of everybody. Yeah, first first right. round draft pick to sign. Yeah, first first round draft pick to sign out of everyone. So, um, him and him and Kenny Clark, you know, really wrecking havoc in the middle. Um, he can get after the quarterback if you know if, for some interior pass rush, which would be dope. That'll help out Rashawn Gary and uh, Preston Smith coming back. So um, again, our front seven is going to be very, very, very dangerous, um, and with just an outstanding secondary uh, and on the back end. And with the with the offense, you know, I like Christian Watson, and and I did want him. Like that's who one of the guys I wanted. If it wasn't you know Olave. Or anybody like that, you know, Christian Watson was definitely gonna, was going to be somebody I look forward to because um, I think he's a little bit more talented uh, version of Alan Lazard because of the physical aspect that he that he brings to the to the table. You know, um, a real big target, um, very good route running. Uh, he had some problems with some drops. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that could be cleaned up, of course. Um, very developmental over there in Green Bay. And that's what I like about Green Bay. If you really think about it, in the grand scheme of things, in the last few years, our only bad pick was Jordan Love. You know, you think about uh, A.J. Dillon, uh, Eric Stokes. Oh, my God! Uh, Robert Tunyon, you know, Robert Tunyon, uh, three years ago. No love and for Love? Just those guys. I mean, it just didn't no to trade up and get a quarterback. It just didn't make sense. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like we trade up for a quarterback. I'm like, come on, bro. We could have got somebody else. You know what I mean? Because that was the year that they had Claypool in the in the draft. Uh, uh, Justin Jefferson was a, was still able able 
to take him. So, I mean, there's a lot of other guys that we could have got, but um, I like Could the way that we develop players, Aaron especially Rogers offensive with... linemen, and um, it's going to be real nice. I'm looking forward to another one of these shirts next year. Could you Literally. imagine Aaron Rodgers with Justin Jefferson? I'm just saying. And Taylor just... did one of them last oh, year. Oh, the dude had Devontae Adams, so I don't have to imagine. That was enough for me. Not as I like that he's going to be able to spread the ball around, though. Like I told, like I say it all the time, and I always bring up this. I always bring up this point. I say, Green Bay, when we won the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers was spreading the ball around. There was no Devontae Adams type of receiver that we had. Yeah, nope. we had the speedy guy in Jordy Nelson. He was our best player. We had an aging Donald Driver, and then we had a Greg Jennings, who was mainly a uh, uh, slot receiver. He's a slot receiver, his possession receiver that can make a big play every so often. And we had a big tight end named Jermichael Finley. Yep. So, and of course, Bum ass nigga, uh, rookie James Starks. <laughs> that had a crazy playoff. <laughs> so, uh, get Chef's face. Chef looked like, hold on, hold on. Chef looked like, hey, Chef was, look, it's Chef bring up bad memories, bro. Chef looked like that Dave Chappelle in that clip where he was just like, <laughs> the people on the we podcast, we, yeah, I wish I could see his face right now. It's crazy. Yeah. But well, honestly, yeah, he's gonna man, be able to spread the ball, man. I, I've like actually been been trying to campaign to Ryan Poles. Uh, you know, he was drafting some DBs and and uh, picking some up in the uh, undrafted free agency. And I was like, hey, man, why don't you get that one kid to intercept the Rogers? <laughs> and he threw the ball at. Seems like he gets under his skin. I think that would be a good addition, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Right? Hello, anybody there? Hello. <laughs> That's what Ryan said to you. I don't know. No. Right, you no, can <laughs> I will say this that the Packers had a hell of a draft. Like there's a, a lot of guys that they got. I was hoping I was hoping would slide for the Bears. Like I'm looking at their list right now. We talked about Quay Walker. Yeah. Linebacker, like going in, they need a linebacker, wide receiver, and offensive line help. And they got they got that. The guy Christian oh. Watson, we've already talked about. <clears throat> yeah. I think people are sleeping on Romeo Dobbs. I want I wanted Romeo Dobbs. That's another guy I would have preferred over. Dallas Jones Jr. going into the draft, right? Yeah. As a Bear fan, Sean Ryan, solid offensive line prospect, might move into guard. Um, also, uh, Zach Tom, that was a guy <clears throat> that was high on the Bears list. That, yeah. Again, Green Bay went out and got. Um, and, yeah, uh, no, Zach Tom was from Wake Forest. He's an offensive line. He can okay. play. He can play. All five positions. He can go from tackle to guard. I think he's he's interior is probably where he needs to be at, but he's yeah. gonna be a center like prospect. And I know see, and that's we've had somebody like like Elgin Jenkins where we've had to plug yep. and play with him. So I think that they've kind of found a formula because there has been a lot of injuries on our offensive line. So you get versatile guys you could bring in and that can mm -hmm. make immediate impacts because Elton Jenkins was playing guard and tackle his rookie year. He was moving around a lot his rookie year. Yep. So if you get another guy like that, you have somebody like that on both sides. And man, it's just so such such a valuable thing. And it just adds depth to the offensive line. And historically, Green Bay, I mean, we have very good offensive linemen. Yep. So yep, you, you know plug him mean? again, plug and play and, and y'all lost uh, Lucas Patrick to the Bears. Right. The guy pretty much plug this guy is gonna be basically the same type of guy. Yeah. Very athletic, a little light in the ass, but that's fine. Like you can always Nutrition, we talked about that before the show and during the show a yeah. little bit. So that can be 
uh, a place where he can develop with that. You got Kingsley Eng- uh, Engelbare from South Carolina, another solid linebacker press, uh, 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 prospect who can get after the quarterback a bit. You, uh, and also Rasheed Walker. I saw Rasheed Walker as high as a third-round pick. If you ought to get him, I want to say sixth round or seventh round. No, sixth round. Sixth seven. Round. It was a seventh rounder. Was a seventh rounder? Twenty eighth pick in the seventh round. That that oh, was okay. a, a a solid. Now he's he's a guy who looks the part. hasn't been He hasn't been. Um, he hasn't put it together. He had a better uh, year in twenty twenty than he did in twenty twenty one. But it's gotcha. another again. Green Bay seems to always get these guys, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you know they're. You know, making impactful plays. Yeah. Right. So, right. I, again, I think I, if I were in an E, I'm, I'm curious about you, but I have my thoughts. But what are your overall on paper before, you know, injuries evidently happen and stuff like that? And you got OTAs coming up and blah, blah, blah. But what is your thought initially on the draft? Like on the draft, like if you had to give it a grade, what would you say right now? I'd give it a grade. Mm hmm. Um, if I had to give it a grade, man, uh, I'll probably, I mean, it, it's hard not to give it an A minus B plus, right? Um, I was definitely saying an A. Y'all hit all the yeah, needs. Again, a, I you mean, needs. it's an A, right? Because yeah. I feel like everything was addressed. Yep. You know, Wide receiver, linebacker, and offensive line. Exactly. And you got the next best available. I'm sure had Olave still been there, we would have yeah. taken Olave in the first round. Yeah. Garrett Wilson in the first round. Drake London in the first round. Somebody like that we would have taken, I would imagine so. But since they weren't on the board, I think that um, um, the the what's the name Brian Gutenkunst, he was like, okay, we could probably get Christian Watson in the second round, so let's go ahead and beef up our front seven. I like that, and then we go ahead and go into the second round. We're like, okay, we're gonna trade up a bunch of spots, and we took Christian Watson. Perfect. You know what I mean? I think that those three picks right there were flawlessly executed, really set the tone for the draft. And we were able to just kind of fill in wherever we need to, when we needed to, uh, with probably some sleepers. Um, and, and yeah. Rogers can make the best out of some, out of some, you know, later round receivers, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so again, I'm, I'm very excited where we are with that. Um, I mean, honestly, this is probably one of my favorite drafts, you know, in, in a minute since, you know what I mean? Because I always feel like we were missing something. I always don't feel confident after the draft that we really addressed our needs, but I could really say that we really did address our needs this year and going forward, I can't wait till we put it all together. So um, again, you know, once, once we get to the season, you know what I mean? We're going, we're going to see exactly how that, all that comes to fruition on the field. And, uh, but I'm very confident and excited about it. Here's what you need to know. If you don't know already, again, we talk about wide receiver and linebacker offensive line within their first one, two, three, four, seven picks. They doubled up on the, on, on, on each one of those three items. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's you throwing And here's the thing. I heard a lot of people talk about with the bears and Des, I'm coming to you here shortly. When you talk about a need, you it's like you have to get lottery tickets you have to throw you know multiple tickets at these things because you know one might not someone's going to bust someone's going to you know someone's going to excel so you got to put competition there so to get as many shots as you can to plug in those needs and to again with green bay um having to 
navigate the edges, the margins are really slim for them right now because of, you know, A-Rod getting his bread, getting his, getting his, uh, his bag. Right. <clears throat> I think that this team did a, and for what they had to work with, right. I think they did an extraordinary job. I, I, I would have to give them a bare minimum of A. Yeah, and they can still make, and there's still other moves to be made. There's yeah, because there's, there's that still are out a there, ton. So if we can maybe yes. figure out something and maybe Jar- get Jarvis Landry, you know, good, Jar- Jar- right? A Jarvis Will Landry, F- Will Fuller, right? You know, there's you know? still those type of cats out there. So yeah, hey, we may even have enough time, those. enough time to give OJB time to heal. And OJB, Bill, <laughs> oh dirty. Oh, dirty. Uh, I was going to say, Johnson. oh, dirty. Oh, 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 no, you said OJB. It's like, uh, uh, oh, janky bastard. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like, what? I don't know what they call him. No, no, give him time to heal. And then look, yeah. we pick up wait Sammy Watkins minute. as well. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, wait, first of all, you're not going to speed past that. Like, you didn't just say what you just said. I don't <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh Desmond, uh <laughs> let me let me turn it back to you. Now we, we got one thought on the bears and, and Shep actually kind of kept it short. I was kind of surprised, but hey, we might get into it longer here. Uh Des, how did you think about it? No, he's like, no, I'm not. Des, how'd you think about the how did you think about the uh Chicago Bears draft overall from what you saw. Now you saw what the Green Bay Packers have done as he has went on and, 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 and waxed poetically about the, the strengths that they did to that team. It's already at the top. How do you feel about the Bears? You know, I was um, I was happy, you know, I was satisfied. Um, they double up in some areas, you know, they try to sure up the secondary, which is much needed. You know, I don't know if he was listening and was listening to like some of the people that came on 670, but one of the things that they talked about was they're not going to leave out the draft without trying to do something about that secondary. The secondary was issued last year and still issued this year. So they wanted to uh, definitely sure up that secondary. So they got them a cornerback, they got them a safety which I think that's going to really, really help out that secondary. Uh, I think now, now with the need with everyone shifting to trying to put more speed on the field, I think you need better cornerback play all around, and you're gonna you're gonna need that because people are gonna bring out them four wide receiver sets and and try to spread you wide. So no longer are the days that you can really keep a a linebacker on the field if your linebacker can't keep up with these wide receiver doesn't run these four threes four fours it's 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 a tough world out here you know it's it's game over you know so um you know i think it's good that they drafted some cornerbacks and some and show up some safeties um i like the speed and wide receiver that they drafted from and then not it's not just because his last name is jones but the dude from tennessee um, I like his speed. I mean, the dude wore like well ran a four three, and I think the only knock on him is that he's twenty five. Yep. Like, yep. like if he was twenty one, he would have been drafted in the first round with that speed. So that's what I'm gonna say. And that's crazy about the age. Like that's just too much. Too much being talked about on that. Right. It just means more yeah. experience. I mean, it's yeah. like uh, if he was a free agent at twenty five with that speed. You know what I mean? 
So yeah, commodity. Yeah. 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 Uh, just like well, they um, they said the same thing about Kenny Pickett. I mean, he got he got he's twenty four, and that was a knock on him that he was mm-hmm. older coming out. So. That that age is gonna just gonna show maturity, and yeah, on top right. of that, like he he's already gonna go come in develop. It's not like he really got to develop. I and mean, most knock on young receivers is the fact that they still have to learn and mature because they go against a lot of physical cornerbacks. This dude is already built. He already ready for it. This guy, this dude is what five, what six one? I mean five five, five, five eleven and like he's basically like six foot. Yeah, he's but yeah. he's two oh five. He breaks five runs a four three. He breaks a lot of tackles, like when he has a hand. He's got good hands, so he can learn route running. You know, um, I don't want to go as far. Like I don't like people are saying he's in that Debo Samuel. Not saying he's Debo Samuel, but like in that Debo Samuel, Cordell Patterson kind of yeah, get the ball in his hand because he's built and, and the speed combination. Yeah. So I mean, that listen, we got we got better hands than Cordell. So I ain't worried yes, about that. Yes, yeah, he, yeah. Because if it ain't a punt, Cordell ain't catching it. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. I said it. I said what I said. No. <laughs> I said what I said because that that dude, yeah, he wouldn't. Got to put it in his gut. <laughs> he ain't catching it. You can't say no. Say hey, go fourteen rounds on the post and. And turn around, and I'll throw and catch it because he's not going to do that for you. I will say this though: one one weird, I don't know, it's not a weird fact, but a lot of receivers are bringing in. A lot of them are under six foot with speed, and it looks like they're talking about possible punt return and kick return. It's like, bro, don't y'all have enough? Like, what kind of competition y'all trying to put on? <laughs> yeah, that is true, Shab. I mean, you still got Daz Newsome. Like, did he not? You know, I know they really give him a chance, but. You know, he's there. I think they even they even re-signed the, the cat that they brought in the beginning of the year for last year. Isaiah Coulter, he's 6'2". Yeah. Uh, well, you're talking, oh, no, you're talking Webster. You're talking. Yes, not, Webster. Yeah, Webster. Webster, Webster yeah, from yeah. the Raiders. Didn't he come from the Raiders? Yes. So yeah, he, was a punt, he was a punt returner for at the beginning, earlier in the year, and then he dropped a couple of punts and they put him so, on the practice squad. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're just trying to build speed, not necessarily find a, a, a as far as having all these cats in for punt returns. But I mean, at one point, you know, I mean, they did sign a couple of uh, undrafted ones. They got your boy from Notre Dame uh, a couple of days ago. What uh, guy from Notre Dame? Uh, what's Equinemia Equ- St. Brown? They've been at him. No, not- no, it's another dude. Small guy. Small. Uh, oh, they just signed. Yeah. Um, yeah, fight or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's a slot risk. He's he's David. Remember Daniel Braverman? Yes. Yes. That's basically what this guy is. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what this guy is. And that's the thing. Like the white the bears have, like you said, outside of you no know, Pringle, and we'll just hope he doesn't get any more trouble. Equinemia St. Brown and Isaiah Coulter, everyone else is 5'10 or 5'11. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I mean, but again, I'm not it's tripping. For him. It's open spots for him. Like, it's, I, it's, I, com- it's competition. Listen, even the receivers that they sign as U- UDFAs, and that's um, un, um, oh. un, undrafted. Onto free agents. Yes. I, was, I just forgot what it was. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, there you go. Um, even with those guys, there's competition, there's spots to be had. And the thing about the bears is they haven't, 
no one outside of the the four, which is really you know, Mooney, Pringle, and you put Asher by Pringle because he got, if he get, he's got one more slip up and he probably he might get cut. But Mooney, Pringle, Jones, Equinemius, St. Brown, those are pretty much, I would say, four locks. Those last two receivers, they're up for grabs. Yeah. I mean, and that's for, for this year. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but you're looking at like out of all of those receivers they did bring in outside of Mooney, like outside of Mooney and Jones, like if you're able to find a number, a three and a four out of out of this whole pack that you could bring in uh, sign for cheap for next year, you know, like one, if they find a three, I think. Yeah, well, I think I think they have their three. I think I think Jones is a three. I think Pringle right now is slotted at the two. That might be a place where they can upgrade next offseason. Exactly. Yeah. If they find if, if Jones ends up being a three, if someone comes out and is enough to be a four, Equinemia St. Brown. Right. Or, or any of them undrafted or whatever they got. And you go into next year and all you need is a two. Or really a one. Because let's be right, let's yeah, be, true, true. Yeah, let's true, let's true, be true. let's be frank. Donnell Mooney, as good as as cold as he is, we're gonna see if he's really a number one because even though A-Rob did not put up stats like he normally did, he still was when he was on the field. And that a lot of attention went A-Rob's way. Now this year, Darnell Mooney is going to have all the attention. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he can still put up those same type of numbers that he did last year sure. in a new system. So, um, Desmond. Matt better do his damn job. Well, that's another, <laughs> that's another person. That's another person that's going to be on the uh, on the line. They're bringing in competition there. They signed uh, Chase Young with 6'7". Yes, who, you know, so who might fit the system better, Desmond? What you, what was your thoughts about the offensive line? I, I want to get your quick thoughts on the offensive line because you talked about the defensive backs and everything. How would you feel about the offensive linemen that they, that the Bears drafted? Um, big, and I think they are also nasty, which I feel as though you need in this day of NFL with all these savages that's coming on on the ends with these people being six six and six three. I mean, when the way yeah, that the Russian savage. savage. <laughs> I just hope they know how to turn it off. Like if the song's not on set with somebody and shove them in a locker or something. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me let, let me let me hit the let me hit the button for it. First of all, before I before I give you a little space to say what you're about to say, I just want to say this. The thoughts and the thoughts and comments by Shep Russell are his and his alone. <laughs> I have, listen, you see, I don't want no smoke with Olin. Listen, <laughs> I'm not messing with that man. Not in one. I'm not joking about that man. I no. Mm-mm. You notice? Have you, Des, Have you noticed that no one? No one No one from ESPN. No one's made any reference, joke, or thought about anything about about the whole Olin Crutes thing. Nobody. And we ain't gonna follow, we gonna follow suit. I don't want no smoke with Olin Crutes. <laughs> Are you talking about like the whole $20 thing? No. No, you didn't see it. Oh, you tell don't know you, what it, you ain't you don't know. this weekend. This tell weekend. Me you don't, oh wow. Is. I've been I'm in oblivious to a lot of stuff. I don't know what's, what's happening. Okay. 
So let me, I had to, I had to, I didn't believe it when I heard it. Rumor had it. So, um, first Friday, (laughs) started Friday when the bears made their selection. Um, Olin, because you know he's on that CHG Go podcast or show that he do, right? With him, Adam Hogan, all them. So they're doing a live thing like we were doing on Friday. And when the Bears made their selection, he walked off set. Just got up and left. Now, it looked like it was funny. I heard about that. Okay. So that was step one. Um, on So everything happened the weekend. He did the breakdown with, with Layla. Shout out to the, the great Layla Rahimi, the queen of sports radio in Chicago. Well, it was. And she still is. I'm a, she still is. Shout out to Layla. One of the goats in the business. Um, so Monday, fast forward to Monday, and they're about to record the breakdown show for CH Go. And apparently, rumor had it that uh, Adam Hogue, formerly of the 670 of the score, made a comment about uh, his sources, about, you know, about the draft and about uh, about Sam Mustafer. And apparently, Olin turned around, choked this man, and stuffed him into a locker. There's also rumors that he turned it, that someone was joking around with him about something about his sources, and uh, I said, "Hey, you know, ha- you know, have you got any sources for that?" And apparently, uh, there's a rumor, allegedly, allegedly, uh, allegedly, Olin turned around, said, "Source this mother." And punch said, "Dude, dead in his face." Um. After it after it happened, Adam Hole got a restraining order, and CHGO fired Olin. That same day, hold on, we're not done yet. Last part of it, when CHGO released a statement about the incident, didn't even name names. Olin put out a, a tweet that said, you know, it was, a, it was a capture of my, it was a picture of Mike Tyson with the, with the uh, quote of everyone gets a little too comfortable on, on social media. Um, they, they can say anything without getting punched in the face or something, something to that extent. Confirming. Confirming. <laughs> Right. So I go back again about that statement. The thoughts in comments about <laughs> of Chef Russell or Chef Russell's and Chef Russell's alone. These does not reflect the thoughts of the Me and E show in its entirety. Yes. Go to the code. That's all in the chat. And I didn't believe it until I had to go look. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is all real. Yeah. Mitch Rosen had no thought, had no comments. Uh, yeah. Everyone that's been around has had no comment about things. I'm so, still, I'm still waiting for uh, uh, George, George to come out. With George, a George don't want no plan. smoke. But he's, I know he's got to be like, I, I told y'all, I told y'all, I don't want that man in the building. <laughs> Is he still with NBC Sports? Yes, they're aware of it, and they haven't had a comment on the situation either. Nobody wants to comment. <laughs> Would you? Obviously, you would because you said something earlier. You... That, but I mean, 
I wasn't. I was talking about you know high school. I wasn't talking about Olin. Like, mm-hmm. Who would talk about Olin? Like you know. So, uh, Olin, get a hold of you. You're gonna be looking at me like, help me, help me. Hey, as long as he gets me an autographed jersey, I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. No. I don't want, I don't, I, I, no, not from Olin. And I was, which was so crazy. I was just showing, I think I put it in a group chat. I was just showing my wife because we were, she was watching with me the thing on YouTube from with him and Layla. And then to the fact that um, I was like, and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, you like, he used to play for the Bears. He used to be a center. She's like, no way. And I showed her a picture. She's like, oh my gosh, she lost all the weight. I was like, yeah. Next day, yeah, I literally walked in the door from work, uh, did our workout, came in, sat down. I was like, let me see what's going on on Twitter. That's what I saw. I was like, what in the world? What did, I can't read it. What, is it say? what did Adam Hoke say? Read, Every can you read time the- we talked about. I can't read it. Only all said the Bears are better fit. What is what it hold? And here's the thing about Adam Hogg. I don't know. I don't. I think Adam was there, and I, I told Shep this. So I'll, t- I'll say in the show, Adam. I don't think was there, or he just came in there right before, I, right as I left. And uh, Hogg is a really nice guy. Like it's shocking that this even happened to him. Yeah, but that was that was just crazy when it, to to get on. Because like I said, I, I looked at it and I was like, man, this got to be a mistake or something like. You know, but it was a uh, it was a statement from uh, Chicago Sports. So I was like, "What?" Sure enough, man. I was like, "I thought I just saw him do something silly," and it was him walking out Friday. Yeah, but that, that wasn't really silly. It was. No, it, it was. Like, I, like, it was. It was fun. Like it was. It was a fun thing. Um, hey, I actually tweeted Olin like three days ago. Like we, because uh, when the Bears. I drafted offensive lineman. He sent the Stone Cold Steve Austin meme, and then I I sent I said God bless Olin because he did the whole you know the meme where he's breaking beer, yeah. and I was like yeah. yeah yeah you did I was like and then now it's crazy so but yeah so that's that that's that that's what you missed this weekend um oh what did y'all think about uh that that safety we uh that we got seventh round I, Elijah uh, Hicks. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's got energy. He's got energy. I mean, he's got he's got to realize right now he's he's breathing. He's fifth on the depth chart, so he's gonna be fighting on five. Yeah, on in the safeties because you got uh, Jackson, oh, yeah, yeah, Brisker, yeah. DHC, and they signed the dude from Tennessee, so he's fifth on the on the safe on the defensive on the safety. So. Yeah, and plus whatever they, else they bring in, so you gotta we'll see. You know, like, you know, but. He called out special teams. He said, so, I mean, he, hey, self-awareness is a, is a, is a, is a skill. So that's right. Uh, let me get E back in here. E, when we're looking at the Detroit Lions, you mentioned the Detroit Lions about their draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking at their draft. Cause I, I forgot about some of their picks, but you got Aiden H- Hutchinson, who should have been the number one overall pick. I don't know why Jacksonville didn't take him. I think he is a TJ wide cut type a person that you can put into a, uh, a franchise. Uh, Jameson. Yeah, uh, number two ain't bad. Um, Von yeah. Miller, the Bosa's. So. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's a that that's a long list of names that were from the number two. I think yeah. it was Bosa, Von Miller. I forgot what we talked about last week on the draft, but uh yeah, so Aiden Aiden Hutchinson, James on Williams, Williams, Jameson Williams, sorry, wide receiver from yeah, Alabama, Jameson who's Williams. probably gonna be a red shirt year because of the fact he's coming off the ACL tear. Right. But still, if he's healthy, might be the number one uh receiver off the board. Um Joshua Pasqual from Kentucky. Uh, the safety I initially wanted the Bears to get, uh, Kirby Joseph. Um, and then they got also Malcolm Rodriguez, the linebacker I wanted the Bears to get. Uh, also got a tight end, James Mitchell, who I know nothing about. James Houston, another edge, the seventh round. And Chase Lucas, who actually, uh, he dropped. He's a solid cornerback. He dropped because he ran a slow, uh, a very slow um 40 yard dash, I believe. But uh what was your what's your thoughts on Detroit's draft and, and what they're doing and what they're doing in, in the Motown? So just going back to last year, Detroit was one of those teams to where their uh at, at one point their record didn't reflect how good they were. Mm-hmm. Um just because they were in some tight games. Um remember, I mean, Justin Tuck needed a 69 yarder, 68 yarder, 68 yarder. Yeah, Justin Tucker, to- yep. Yeah, to be able to to put that game away, um, or else they would have beat one of the top teams in AFC North. But um, they're addressing, just like I said with the Packers. I mean, they're addressing their needs. They're building around, um, you know, uh, uh, helping re- really helping out Dan Quinn uh, or not Dan Quinn uh, Campbell. Uh, go ahead and, and being able to uh, run that organization. I think he's going to have them playing some tough ball, and uh, they've addressed the their their receiver needs as well uh, they have such a nice receiving room uh amon ross st brown is is uh better than his brother <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, uh and i've liked amon ross st brown uh since he his freshman year at usc um he's i actually heard about him before i heard about equinemius i was like oh shit there's another one and I was like, oh, shit, there's another one. <laughs> there's another one that I got in the Big Ten somewhere. So, you know, um, uh, shout out to John Brown for uh, uh, really LeVar Bond, uh, the NFL. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but uh, Detroit is going to be a tough team to to play against. Now, Now, here's my thing with them. Um, as good as their front office um, did in this draft, right uh the front office and the way that their organization is run um has been extremely uh how can i say it? one of the biggest detriments in the mall town is just how they how their management um so we'll yeah. see we'll we'll see how how um how however things transpire here here in the upcoming future but um i like what detroit's doing and uh hopefully they could be a contender but i just don't see them being a contender over at least um, us and the Vikings. So, um, but they're close. They're close. So, but definitely something to look out for here in the next upcoming season. Definitely, definitely. And then let's take a look real quick. But uh, they to... still ain't got a quarterback. That's the thing. Like that's the thing. So what? I mean, Jared. Goff, but too. I'm just like, bro. Just don't turn the ball over. Yeah, you know that's, that's Jared Goff. But it's know? Jared Goff. So it's yeah. like you know what I mean, like. Yeah, you know they didn't, they didn't want to take a chance with Malik Willis or that yeah that was shocking me that it was especially with the way the draft went that they didn't take a quarterback they were still at there. all like fourth round quarterbacks were still there yeah right 
Yeah, they were. That that was that was pretty crazy to see. I think wasn't this the first time in NFL history? Yeah, for one or something like that, or draft yeah. the common draft era, whatever. Yeah, since the common draft era, yeah, only one quarterback. Yeah, uh, had went for the first three rounds or, um, yeah, something like that. Real quick, uh, let's take a look yeah, at man, uh, Shep's cool. other team that he still really loved, the Vikings. Uh, mm. they they did. They had a solid draft, not as good as Detroit or definitely not as good as Green Bay, but they definitely had a solid draft with some of the moves they made, getting Lewis Sign, safety out of Georgia, Andrew Booth out of Clemson, who's what I thought. And actually, um, shout out to to Trey. He's the one, Trey really, he was sending me stuff like, I hope the Bears get Andrew Booth. And he's like, Andrew Booth or uh, Kyler Gordon. But uh, you got Andrew Booth. Uh, they had some holes on the offensive line. They got Ed Ingram from LSU. Brian uh, Asamoah, a uh, linebacker from Oklahoma, which is another guy I thought the Bears, I was interested in the Bears for, uh, to get. Uh, like the cornerback out of Missouri, Evans. Um, Verdinian Lowe, they got, in the, uh, I think, in the sixth round. He's an offensive tackle from the uh, Illinois that I, I was hoping the Bears would get because I think you could put him at the left tackle uh, eventually. Right. Uh, Jalen Naylor, they got another tight end. So, I mean, overall, solid B, B-plus for the for the Vikings. Um, again, they didn't get a quarterback either. Um, uh, I know they, they upped the money for uh, Kirk Cousins, but. How you like uh, that? Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. But it's a weird thing with the, the finesse god. Yeah. Oh, he's, a, he's an MVP at the bank. Oh, yeah, he's a yeah. finesse god. Trust me. But the things that Minnesota did in the draft was uh, was they really traded with the other in the NFL. division. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the trades were within the division, which is we'll see how that works out. But yeah. I, mean, they, I mean, the draft list they did get, they did get some good talent. Yeah, and they're going yep. into a whole new regime, you know. Uh, so yeah. that's always tough as well. You yeah. know what I mean. Well, here's what I'll say. We'll, as the weeks go by, we'll kind of keep, we'll, we'll die, uh, dissect the rest of the uh, NFL draft. But this draft was a, someone said this, and I, I'm going to, I'm casing it, I'm copying and stealing everything. Um, this was an infrastructure, infrastructure draft. Not a lot of, I mean, there's definitely some talent, but there, this is like help build the depth of your team draft. But this COVID year, of you know a lot of people going back having a lot of you know super seniors kind of situation um i think that uh this again there's there's even like as chef was talking about earlier with the with the udfas um there's there's some talent still out there because there's those a lot of those udfas in a normal year would probably be fifth sixth round picks easily you know so I think there's a lot of there's a lot of talent out there in this in the, in this uh, that's come into the league this year, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of veterans going to be on the streets come, you know, beginning of the year because you can sign some of these guys really cheap. Um, there are uh, they're you know pushing for uh, for jobs. So and, they, and don't forget the uh, the ones that keep a lookout for the. Uh, not the project ones, but the ones that came in with the uh, story of uh, of injury or 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 some of that type, because uh, you had that linebacker uh, from Georgia that went with third, fourth round. He dropped to the third uh, round. Nicobe Dean, yeah, Nicobe Dean, Philadelphia. Yeah. He dropped. Uh, you had a receiver from Clemson 
that dropped out of the draft. Justin Ross. Justin yeah. Ross, yeah. Of, neck uh, neck injuries are tough. Yeah. 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 As 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 Michael Irvin. Yeah. Right. And I mean, like, it, it, just imagine, like, there's quite a bit of uh, players that drop because of injuries, which usually happens. But just imagine, you know, they get to NFL and, they, you know, these, you know, get into these rooms where they, they're able to help them medically, you know, get back on the field and actually get past all of that. You know, so they may have actually, you know, there could be some like three or four players that drafted real low that could just, you know, in two, three years, all of a sudden now they're healed and and, and make an impact on those teams and they got them in a low round. So. And there's no pressure when you're coming into it, right? Like I have an injury, you know, the only thing that I could do is improve at this point. No one's expecting me to be this, you know, number one receiver catch, man, how many ever touchdowns or nobody's telling me, you know, that I need to make so many tackles as a linebacker, just like that. Like you go in there with no pressure. Your focus is just to make sure you get better and get back on the field. And then you add, bring the talent to that and the system and, and the knowledge, you know, um, because you know, they're going to be watching a lot of films. So um, I think that sometimes that can be somewhat of an advantage um, because you got to work to go ahead and get back onto the field. And um, I, I think that they'll bring that with them. So um but I just wanted to allude to something that, that Mark said really quick. It's like when, when the talent isn't, you know, isn't abundant, uh, you go for who's going to fit your system or who, mm-hmm. or, or who, who can you plug in, plug in where, you know what I mean? Um, I was listening to Colin Cowherd earlier. And again, just not to keep talking about Kenny Pickett, but just him being a Pittsburgh guy. Right. But he's going to Mike Tomlin, who's eight and eight, you know, or, or his, his worst record has been eight and eight, right? So he's never had a loser record in the NFL, uh, has a great defense around him, um, has very good young receivers, um, an outstanding uh, running back who's going to be able to be there. And all he has to do is be able to manage the game, right? Yep. You're not going to be relying on his talent and anything like that, assuming that he does win that competition and, or, or whenever he does get to play. Yeah. You know the, the thing of- I think that we could see Pickett in the first you know saying the first few weeks it's possible because he's got to get he's all the thing about the picky pick and i even said going into the draft it's going to be interesting to see what pittsburgh does in drafting picket you know if picket's there because he's been they've had a close up look to him his whole career right so it's going to be it was not only just interesting but again he's if you look at the what they are, or if you look at the quarterbacks that they have there, Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, right, Pickett, they're all about the same. Like I think, I think Trubisky's better than Mason Rudolph, um, right. but I think what Trubisky does well, what Pickett does well, is about the same. So again, I, I honestly think Mitch might have a higher floor, or excuse me, a higher ceiling than than Pickett, but. Again, who do I? What do I know? You know what I mean. I'm just a guy talking to <laughs> talking to my. Well, now, what I say. Now, what I say that that's what I think. Like with, with Mitch Trubisky, like uh, uh, a fit type of thing. Mm-hmm. He has thing like so. You put Mitch Trubisky in a system like that to where he has yeah. the team around him to complement into where he doesn't have to do too much. Right. You know, say so he has doesn't have to go off script too much and things like that. So you have that around him, like. So how could that impact uh, his game as well? So, you know what I mean? So you don't know. But well, um, I mean, as, as long as this man comes in with his PhD, I think he should be able to get the job. Yeah. You know, poor, hungry, and determined. That's all it takes, a PhD. 
But hey, you know what though? You're right. You come in there and um you work your ass off. But I think it, it may be I didn't even think about Mitch Trubisky now that I'm thinking about it. Mitch, I don't know. I, I think he can thrive in that in that oh, system. Oh, I absolutely think he's gonna thrive in that system. I think if, he can if thrive it's a, in that system. If it's a hey, if everything works out, Pickett doesn't see the field for two years. Right. You know what I mean? In right. in, in Pittsburgh, and I have no I have nothing. If you look at the history of Coach Tomlin, I have no worries that it's going to work out the way it's yeah. supposed to. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, lastly, what I will say about the draft is, um, I know we talked about the NIL and everything last week, but um, this draft is one of the the weirdest drafts where. I feel like everyone was looking at the had like their boards pretty, pretty similar, particularly because you just again kind of going back to the quarterback situation. No one panicked when it came to the quarterback, like everyone had these the same grades. Uh, at, um, the same grades for a quarterback, like they all just kind of all they dropped, no one reached for them and everything. So it's really, uh, it's really, it's really interesting there. So, fellas, uh, we didn't get a chance to really talk about it last week, but NBA playoffs will continue. Our Bulls bowed out. Um, and we we'll get into more playoff conversation probably next week, where we can kind of dive into a little bit more as things kind of become a little bit more clear in the series. But when we sit back and we look at the Bulls season how are you going to how do you feel about no was it a success how how do you feel that you feel disappointed and then comma the second question would be how are you feeling going into this offseason i'm gonna start with i'm gonna start with des on this one Uh, optimistic about going into the off season. Um, I'm hoping that, that they do bring back Zach Levine for a price dollar that he's worth, but I don't know the way he's talking is like, yeah, yeah talking the, like he wants super max or max. Well, let's, he, let's, so let's, he, 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 he'll get the max, right? right. He'll get offered the max. We can't, he ain't going to get offered those super. He can't max. get the super max. He's not going to get the super maxes. He had, he would have to, be first or second or third all third team all NBA. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, not yeah. happening. Yeah. So he'll get that's, the that's max. Only, yeah. So he'll get like what that's, was it? 140, 160? Something, something like, like that. that. Now here's something, the question. Change. So here's the question. I'm gonna before I throw it back to no Des real quick. Money. Real quick, rapid fire. And I'm gonna start with Des. Des 160. Are you do you feel good about yes. giving that to Zach? Okay. Shep, if yeah. 160. Yes. E? I'd go up to 180. I'd go up to 180 for him. I don't know if you can do that, but. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Well, 180 is <laughs> yeah. your, okay. 180 is your kind of, like, hold. Yeah. Okay. E, what about you? 160. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Because I think with the last year, he's going to, he would get 47 mil in his last year. Something like that. Oh, that's the as and but that that only put him at like 29 30 tops if at the end of four years. 
Because mm-hmm. Zach is only 25 or 26. No, he's 27. I want to say he's 26 or 27. So he'd be like 31 coming into a date. Hold on, let me take a look. I could, I could be wrong. I could, I could, he's not 25. I know that. Because he's been with the Bulls, what, four years? Yeah. Yeah. And he had. Okay, he's 20. He's 27. He just yeah. turned 27 back in March. Yeah. So he's going to be 31. So he would be. Idea. More than likely, he'd be a bull all the way through. Because the last two years, unless unless we are getting to where we want to be, do someone really want to pay that, you know, take that salary on for whatever player he's not? Yeah. I'm comfortable with 161. I'm not, again, if somehow, if some fluke, some fluke ends up being third team in all NBA, I'm, I don't know if I feel good about giving him the two something. Hmm. I I got on the two fifty, but Desmond continue. Uh, well, I'll, I'll throw my my point out there, in, and I got thoughts in, on that, but we'll do that in a second. But so Des, you're saying so you you give him his money. So what what else would you do for the off season? Like what what are some of your concerns? What are some things that you would and one one concern, one thing that you would do? I bring Zach back first and foremost. Uh, concerns is. How everyone plays next year. You Are know, you bringing everyone we, back. Relatively, I mean, the only person that may not get brought back is Kobe. It just depends on what the price tag is for him. I don't know what dollars he's looking he's not, at. He's not a free agent, but you would have to offer him at least that that qualifying offer, which would probably be like eight million. Um, you're already on record last year, and I remember this distinctly. You're on record last year saying this time, this time. Last summer, you said this time uh, next year, which would be like September, oh, well, not September, like August, Ju- July, August-ish area that he won't be on the roster, so. I did say that because because of Io. Yeah. You know, the way he was playing. Like, if if Io learns to shoot better, if he spends, like, all summer doing that, like, there's almost no reason to have Kobe because Io can defend. He has a higher IQ than Kobe. And I'm not arguing. He, I'm just, yeah, he 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 can run. He can and he can run the floor and run the team. Like Io can go start in somebody's backcourt just fine. Yep. If yeah. he just he's got to he's got to he probably hit he finally hit that freshman wall later in the season than most people do. But you give him all season work on his game. Now he got that first year out the, out the way. Yeah. Are you gonna come back a dog? And you need dogs to win championship. E, let me throw it to you. What? So we already got one thing. Um, let's touch all the. So we already got giving Zach money. So with that thought process, Zach's already getting his money. What's one thing that you? What's one thing that you would do? Um, and what's one concern that you have about this off season? Um, I like to address our front court. I mean, that'd be that'd be that'd be hella dope to have some uh, some. Uh, some some presence in there because you know there's so many wide open threes because of being you know being able to to just penetrate <laughs> through the through the defense and uh, in in that Milwaukee series you got Grayson Allen dropping 
going, you know, I, I don't know how many threes he hit to hit this series or the last series, but um, just that those defensive breakdowns kind of suck, you know, especially when you're giving up the, those big runs, um, you know, and Vooch, I mean, Vooch got to get a little bit more consistent too when, when it comes to that. But I mean, he made some pretty good. I mean, he was playing pretty good in the series. I'm not going to lie. But, um, you know, when, when we go against those, those physical teams like Milwaukee, like we need to be, we need to be able to bang with them. And, um, and, and DeMar was just so, so disappointing <laughs> in, the, in, you know, in the series. The legs, he, he can only, and that's the thing about the playoffs where you can, you can get those, you can do those same things night in and night out and against your Cleveland's not no, no disrespect to Cleveland, but your, your, your teams are not necessarily going to make the playoffs. Your Detroit's your, yeah. you know, those, your Sacramento yeah. Kings, Indiana, right? Right. But when you're playing the same team and defending champion, let's not sleep on like, like that's a, like somehow Bro. that's gotten. Yeah. In the put yeah. in the back burner, but you're talking to defending champion who's long and athletic. You won't be able to do the same things, especially when you're not, let's just be keeping it all the way funky. It was just a bad draw. Yeah, honestly. because the I fact of the that. matter is, Zach, yeah. we, we talked about it, what, two weeks ago. Zach was lumbering up the floor. He couldn't even get that leg up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you know Zach couldn't go. Vooch was shooting hot. He had he, he was either on or he was off. There was no in-between with Vooch. Right? I got a house because of him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it, I, no, and, and, and we got on this because, you know, he made the point that, you know, DeMar, you know, was disappointing. I just look at the fact that DeMar, I think, was just tired. Like, he couldn't, you know, it's, he can only go so far because, again, you know, this is most of those cats, most of those cats, <laughs> most of those cats. No, but most of those cats, the team, especially when, when Alex got hurt, you don't have another ball handler. So everything is running through him and yeah. they just could sit on the elbow, which is where he wants to get, you know, the one thing I would, one thing, and I'm going to turn back to you. The one thing that I want DeMar to do, and DeMar had a great season. He had a better season than I had ever even thought he possibly but he, could. But he wasn't even supposed to be the go-to guy. That's right, the, exactly. Okay. But yeah. if he can learn or really focus this year, this offseason, if he can just take a couple extra threes, because everything that he – just to open up that lane. Yeah, yeah. Because they was living with him taking them shots. Right. Like, we'll live, you know? Just facilitate just a little bit more. Just – See, but here, I don't want I don't want the ball in his hand. I feel if you put the ball in DeMar's hand all the time, I think you're 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 not that this is where you miss Zoe. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to have the ball in his hands all the time because if it's in his hands all the time, it's going up. Yeah, he's he's, he's 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 well I'm saying like just the the times that you do get the ball, look just just look up for your teammate just so. That's all. That's true too, though. Get on that really. get that extra pass in from him. That's what you asking. Yeah, because he's yeah, he's got just, a lot of that Kobe. Like you yeah, get that bitch off the rim. Kobe. He gonna get to a spot. Yeah. I don't want him bringing the ball up the court. I I I really would like to play. Uh, 
Yeah, because you, you know what, Shep, you're right about that because he'll get you can get the he can get up on the front court and have 20 seconds left, 20 seconds on the shot clock. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna oh, hold that hole for till about eight seconds at the top of the key. He waits then for that screen. Move. Yeah, then yeah. makes his move. I'm like runs around it a couple of times. And then yeah, if you could have just now. came off that, moved the ball around, you could have get these get the get them out of position and then you're shooting a wide open shot. Yeah, but another thing get Lonzo back though. Yeah, yeah but, that was we we missed Alonzo. Yeah. So that's the thing. So that's the thing. I'm I'm I am concerned about Lonzo. Very. I'm very like I wasn't my 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 thought level on a one to ten going into the playoffs was you know knowing that he was going to be out. I was like, okay, so it's a three, you know, just but now that he's got that they might that they're probably going to have to go back in there and go have surgery again on it and off of a bruised knee, and Zoe already has this. Zardy has this kind of he's developing can't you know is often injured rep now, he's, now I'm not saying I'm now he's not Anthony Davis but yeah that's two injuries in the same knee and so it, it got to a point where he doesn't know which injury is bothering him right that's a problem and I'm scared and you have that you have him on the books for at least another two years at least I think it's a three-year deal yeah. It, it's concerning to me. However, you know, maybe trying to rush him get back, something happens. Some people are built that way that it can keep going. Some people are not. So, I guess the same knee. It sucks, but we got look. Medicine technology is different nowadays. So that's true. I mean, they gave. I mean, they didn't. I don't think they rushed him. I think they they really wanted a good pace with him and. It just wasn't responding to the treatments, and that's Which, that's the that's, that's the, the scary part. Yeah, why is it not responding? Uh, you know, but it, like I said, it could have been the other injury flaring back up, and they just don't know. So that's another scary thing. That if it is the other part. And they're not sure which one it is, and now they got to go in just to find out which 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 injury is bothering them. That's even more scarier, you know. But I don't know, man. Like he's, he's just he just rested up and. Hopefully we see him by Christmas, you know? Yeah. On, well, he, on, on NFL yeah, so he, Sunday, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, real quick, so once you finish up your point before I throw it to Shep for his. So we talked about, um, we talked about, or you talked about, uh, you know, want some front court help. Do you have, and, and you, still, you still didn't get to your concern, but what front court help do you have? A, do you have a, someone in mind that you want them to get? And is it regarding like a trade or this like a free agent? Like who, what type of front court help are you particularly looking for? Are you looking for uh, a, a, a rebounder? Are you looking for someone that's got a rim presence? Are you looking for someone that can stretch the floor? Like what are you looking for as that when you say front court help? I love a, I, I, I love a rebounder, honestly. I mean, um, get us some uh, extra possessions, second chance opportunities, things like that. Like who? Um, like, give me a, give me. He may or he may or may not be a free agent, but like, give me someone like that. You would be like a good fit. Like, are you looking like a Bobby Porter side person? Or are you looking for like more ass. like a? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, are you looking for like a Javale <laughs> McGee type joint? Like what? <laughs> like a um. I mean, I would like an Andre Drummond type of person. Ooh, okay. Honestly, okay. someone like that get you some rebounds. You can be a little bit offensively too. You know what I'm saying? Someone that um, can control the paint, though. Yeah. The uh, paint. Okay. Also, hiring G. He he works hard in the paint. So, 
I would like that, you know, to have him and see what him and Vooch could do or somebody like that. So um, oh, so I like what he was doing. In, the... I like what he was doing in the Brooklyn, in in the Boston series. You know, so you want somebody? So you would, would you put like a like Andre Drummond and Vooch on the same on the court at the same time for long stretches? For long stretches, depending on the match. Oh, I guess it depends on the matchup, though. Like I don't yeah, know if you yeah. want to do that it against depends the, on the matchup, but I'm not. I don't know for long stretches. I'm not sure. Okay, <laughs> that'd be kind of <laughs> difficult. Uh, their games are different, but. Um, yeah, I mean, and I've always liked Andre Drummond, you know, type of a uh, type of type of big man. But um, we can get scoring from other facets of the uh, of the team, or other op- options of the team. So, um, okay. but I mean, as far as like being optimistic about everything, like I'm extremely optimistic about the future and and what we got going on. Um, to watch Bulls playoff basketball for the first time in I don't know how many years, Six. like that shit was pretty cool. Just to be excited, like okay, NBA playoffs, you know, let's. Let's go ahead and watch my guys, you know. So I'm I'm excited about that. Um, and what do we finish? Fifth seed? Six. Yes. Six. Six. Yes. Okay, so I predicted fifth in, in the podcast room way before last last year. So um yeah. the middle of the pack was exactly yeah. where I wanted us to be. You four know to six. Saying? It was mm-hmm. a four to six range we yeah. had. Yeah, and somewhere around there. So at that middle of the pack is where I thought where we would be. So I it to me. When you look at that, it looks like we're on schedule. So hopefully we could just add more pieces and then be able to to make a run into this, make a run at this thing, you know, um, we're just moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I def I definitely think no doubt we we made it to the playoffs. That was a goal for the year. Probably could have made it to the second round if we had a a healthy team and also B, we wasn't going against the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, yeah Milwaukee, that was that was a tough. That was a tough draw. I was sitting here thinking, like, I was like, okay, maybe we can get some, like, 07 playoff vibes when we beat the defending champion Miami Heat. <laughs> you know, I was like, that kind of gave me some hope. We have some Ben Gordon type I mean, we, going on, but. <laughs> we all, that game, like, heading back to the United Center, I think we, we were all. hype. And bro, then, like, like, we could actually. Hella hype, bro. And then no Middleton, we split the series. Like, oh, my bro. God. Like we we could do this, we it could happen, and then it was like, yeah. And then we got the old games, man. Then we got the old. <laughs> yeah. And we got Giannis. We got That's Giannis. what we got. Well, we knew we were Giannis, but it was uh, the bench that. Uh... Yeah, Grayson, and their bench points was embarrassingly better. Okay, so we, we, can we change the subject? Like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I'm about to get, I'm about to get depressed and go look for a drink on oh, the single. I'm morning. already, yeah, I'm just, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get me a margarita. Um, let's let's move on to the not outside the sport realm. Um, with our last two uh quick segments that we go uh, before we uh before we end tonight, so. Uh, we got about 30 minutes left. Thank you all for tuning in to episode still 52 of the Mean E Show. Um, fellas, I know y'all saw it. There's been memes going out, but we, we talked about it. For those who have uh, are lived on, have been living under a rock or weren't, don't know exactly, particularly with the, the intro to today's show, uh, Dave Chappelle was in... Uh, in Louis, uh, no, in Los Angeles, performing at the Hollywood Bowl uh, for the Netflix uh, for the Netflix uh, comedy special that uh, he was, I guess, working on, and some rapper, unknown rapper, 
charged the, sh- uh, the stage with uh, looked like a gun that had a knife on it. So it's like almost like a beignet or beignet. What's it called? What's it called, Chef? Uh, a beignet. Of- beignet. Dessert. It was like something. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I forgot what it, what is it, it was it called. Bon- not, not a bonnet, but it's something. No, it's like uh, a bonnet something. or bon. Is it the, you know what I'm talking about? The long gun with like the sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I, I know what it's called. Yeah. It's called War nigga, War what are you carrying? <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> like nigga, really? <laughs> anyway, tries he tackles he tackles Dave Chappelle. Uh, uh, and it was a fake one, apparently, not even a real one. It was like a, a, a trial run from him, I guess. I mean, it was a fake rapper at the same time, so. Yeah, and he yeah. Uh, tackles Dave Chappelle, and you see a whole bunch of people come out, carry this dude off, and apparent, and the next thing you know, we see this dude going to the ambulance, and his arm is all types of bent in the wrong way. His face looked like Kanye's face when he went fell asleep and crashed. Look, he looked like his face looked like the episode where Martin fell fought Tommy Hitman Hearns. Tommy Hearns, like the dudes, he was jacked up. So, fellas, what was your thoughts going on? And 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 do you think this is all? A lot of people are saying this is all Will Smith's fault and yada yada yada. Oh Jesus. Yeah, you know what's coming. Even even Chris Rock was just so happened to be there. It was like, Will Smith, is that you getting these jokes off? Fellas, what was your thoughts on the whole situation? I know the memes, the memes for me always are going to be funny. Um, the stomping of <laughs> the stomping from um from uh don't be a menace when he put <laughs> oh yeah. I <laughs> that was hella funny, but uh <laughs> Uh, but what what was your guys' thoughts uh, on the whole incident uh, and everything? Anyone can jump in with this one. Well, that whole thing was just crazy in a sense that you know why? Like I, I I think there still needs to be some more story left to tell about it because like did Dave do a joke that got the guy or was this like we don't know what his intentions were. To, to get up there on stage to go after Dave like that. And then, you know, brandishing a weapon as well, you know, but the thing is, I, they didn't hit him up with no felony charges. So it's all just, yeah, but he's be, not being charged. Yeah. He's not being charged with, uh, he's just getting misdemeanors, but still, yeah. but still like just the fact that I heard Buster jumped in on it and, and they all yeah, were Jamie back Fox there. was up there. Fox, <laughs> you know, like you just don't go on stage like that, so you know. Star-studded ass whooping right there. Yeah, bent dude all up, you know. Like and then they 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 really out. like that though. Like them cats, like you know the busters of the world. Uh, uh Jamie Foxx, straight out of Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold hold on, real quick. I got breaking. I got breaking news. I got breaking. Uh, uh sounder, of uh, I got this live feed of what it sounded like when they were getting a hold of this dude. (laughs) (laughs) She's been bobbing and weaving. 
Yeah, man. I don't know what's what's going on with attacking the comedians, man. Like, you know, I don't even know what type of joke he said or but that's the thing. What's uh, like, what's like, what's like, what's like Chef said, part? like there has to be more to the story. Like, what did you do? Is I would LGBT. Had the joke. <laughs> like, is he even LGBT? A joke. He just, like, he you know what I'm saying? Is he a transgender he, rapper? Like, what is going just on? Rush the stage, and apparently he has a song called Dave Chappelle. Oh, that's probably why somebody's song. So now he's about to come oh. out with another song about Dave Chappelle again. Man, that dude, come on, man. Please. Man, I don't know. I don't, man. Like, I, man, Dave Chappelle had me laughing, though. He had me laughing. He was like, uh, I'm going to fucking kill that dude. <laughs> he, stood, <laughs> he stood up. I, I, I know need to you. leave Will Smith out of this. I mean, I, I get it. Facts. You know, it yeah. It's still so, you know, still close to to what happened with Will Smith. But uh, come on, man. That's just that's just some crazy dude and 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 out there in the, in the audience just thought he could get his uh his 15 seconds of life in yeah that's all it, that's all that was desmond you're awfully quiet <laughs> he's like i ain't got nothing to say oh i don't know much about it you did oh being oblivious oblivious to life send him the video but uh, I do wish they had an audio, a different kind of audio from that back when uh, everybody was back there whooping them up, especially with Jamie Foxx. I wish someone would have been like, what happened? You forgot your, your, your willy juice? <laughs> your beaming your juice? Invisible juice. Invisible juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going up on stage without your invisible juice again, huh, boy? <laughs> Listen. Did Amber Heard jump in there? Oh, dropping deuces on that stage. <laughs> Yo, hold him down. They will open his mouth. They will never believe I am abusing you because you are a man. That's <laughs> I tell you what, the, the, I just know that these go guys, ahead and say it. <laughs> I just know that there was if that ain't the biggest indication of you can have all the money in the world, you gotta pick the right you know, that person next to you that you sleep next to. You gotta pick the right one because uh, woo. The history shows, man. A lot of a lot of them got some Hollywood. A lot of them. Autumn big stars, they, they seem to do that. They turn style a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, the only one, what, what, uh, uh, Danny DeVito and his girl, they, they hanging. No, they're not. Her, her, and Rian Perlman got a, Danny DeVito and Rian Perlman got a, the girl they, from, from Cheers, they got a divorce. That was, that was my last hope. Yeah, Ben had a divorce. What you talking? Yeah, I know Cube, Cube and his wife is still together. Mm. Okay, Snoop and his wife. Snoop and his wife. Okay. Denzel and his wife. Will Smith and his wife. Oh. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> we saw the technicalities. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Someone wanted, said, someone, wanted to, someone wanted to jump in on that one. <laughs> I don't leave <laughs> my wife's name out of your mouth. Just give, uh, just, just put the disclaimer on me right now. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, he should he got his ass got stomped out though. That was yeah, like, like kind of poetic. No, no, like, <laughs> like you mess with Dave Chappelle after someone, one of his colleagues just got slapped. Yeah, like you're tripping. Yeah, like he he had to know that was coming. Oh yeah, he like, had to have someone. I think DL Healy said this is no let this let this like D uh that uh, Dave Chappelle just restored order. Yeah, if you want to jump yeah. over here, Jay, jump up on here, but results vary. And there's a good chance you're gonna go to the hospital looking all types of messed up. So it's just it's uh Des, yeah, we gotta put that in the chat for you so you can take a look, but it's pretty bad there, son. Um yeah. bro, didn't you graduate like three weeks ago? Like you should have more time now. What <laughs> Des- not <laughs> I should, but I kind of filled up my time with other stuff now. So. Yo, that went all the way Last point as we before we end the show, fellas. All we just celebrated the fourth, no, May the fourth, which is May the Force Be With You Day, Star Wars Day, as is today, too. Like it is Cinco de Mayo, but it's also Revenge of the Fifth. So, you know, play off the Revenge of the Sith. We got a surprise, we got Obi-Wan official trailer dropped yesterday, and we also got multiverse of madness coming out this weekend fellas disney month is upon us how are we feeling about both things that are imminent in our nerd lives i am excited about the multiverse of madness for sure i I am too i think i'm gonna be more i'm more excited i think this was gonna be better for me than that spider-man which was already good yeah. Good. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> Damn teenagers. <laughs> Spider Man is a teenager. How much more can I get for that movie? Hold <laughs> up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> Just... <laughs> no, but I'm I'm super pumped. I I'm trying to stay off YouTube, which I can't. Yes. No, you have to because I, 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 I've already I, they've got so many. Like I clicked on one. Lucky enough, Disney went ahead and removed it. Yes, but there's like there's like twelve other ones on there that I'm just like hovering over. Like I should click on it, Mm-mm. you know. Don't but do uh, but I yeah man, I think I think this is gonna be like Spider Man itself was was amazing uh, of everything that, that was in inside that movie. I think this one's going to blow the doors off of that movie. Yeah, I just wish I wish they didn't reveal Patrick Stewart. I wish that was a reveal that they could have just saved until we got to the movie theater. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that and and the uh, uh, Peggy Carter um, yeah, like just yeah, like they, they could have that one there. They could have saved because the the scene they showed in the trailer that I was like, oh, which we all know. So we, for those who haven't paid paid attention, if you, if you haven't watched, if you're just going to jump into to the multiverse of madness, I would highly recommend go back and watch What If. Yes, definitely go yeah. back and watch WandaVision and probably Endgame. 
Infinity War on Endgame. Uh, if, you, if you if you've already saw those, I would also also go back and see Spider Man because there's I'm sure there's ramifications from the last Spider Man that's kind of going to lead up into some things here. But uh, I heard they have to catch Loki too. That's quite a bit. Yeah, it's quite a bit. And depending on when you're going to see it, I, I'm going to see it Saturday morning um, with a couple uh, of the Saturday kids. Saturday afternoon. And then I'm going to see it Tuesday, I believe, with Jen and the twins. So, oh, so you are going to make it this weekend to see it. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got uh tickets, so um oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's gonna be with his mom, so I'm not we're not gonna go see it this weekend, but I'm gonna take him to go see it when he comes back. But I'm probably gonna take the other two boys to go see it this weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm because I don't wanna get spoiled. And I from what I've been told, it's right two hours of nonstop action some scary elements in there, which I'm sure if you, you think back about what we said about what if, and we know what what if was about some of those yep. episodes. Yeah, with the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm pretty sure that's probably going to play into a part of it. But again, I just this hope it's going to be crazy. Right. I just hope and wish that like I said, I wish I, they could have kept the, the Patrick Stewart one and the Peggy Peggy one. I, I, I didn't need that to see that. So, uh, but I can't wait. To, so we'll have to compare notes at some point in time on the movie. Des, are you seeing it this weekend at all or no? God, he's shaking his this guy. I don't, here. I don't even think Des know that it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm look. I'm hoping that I can see it Sunday, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Can I what get a, you a matinee joint? Yeah. Yeah, because you know, because it really officially released today. So yeah, you yeah. already know a lot of those. Like, I don't know how we kept under wraps of Spider-Man because you saw it open at a weekend, though, Mark, right? Because mm. I saw it when I went to Vegas. So that was a good week and a half, I want to say. I want to say I, we did see it open weekend. Yeah, we did. We did. We saw we it that see, Sunday. No, yeah, because you did because we I, we I saw it opening weekend as well. I saw yeah, it on Saturday. I saw, I saw it on Sunday. I saw it on yeah, Sunday. Yep. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And it took me a week because I, I saw it in Vegas that next week. Yeah. There's already there's already leaks out there. Uh, I'm trying to steer clear of it. There's already leaks uh, out there for an opening scene on there. So yeah. I kind of well, already got it, an idea. Real quick, real quick. For anyone that wants to get a no a spoil like no spoilers whatsoever review of the movie. Go listen to Fall Nerds. They do an excellent job at breaking down everything and making sure that they don't reveal yeah. nothing that would give the, the movie away. There's Go a couple of people. Fall Nerds. Fall Nerds uh, E-Man's review for E-Man Noiset. Uh, he's another one. Um, and I also will say the Dead of Nerds. Uh, he's done one as well. So those are you got three options. Whatever your flavor is, um, go check those and support those people out. But um, but yeah, for, like I said, they, for, for, I was gonna say for all nerds for the culture. So is E Man. So is E Man. E Man or set for the culture as well. What's up? So he's the one behind the uh, rec uh, recasting T'Challa. Um, the the movement behind that. He's the main one that's been on like GMA about the importance of. Respecting Chad with Bozeman, but also the importance of T'Challa's character. Um, 
way mean to the Marvel universe and into to black actors actors. Yeah. So, um, also again, we also there's some there's some leaks out about cameos for Obi Wan. I'm trying to stay away from, but the Obi Wan trailer. How how did y'all see? How did y'all feel about the Obi Wan trailer? It kind of been to Star in Star Wars like that, and I'm gonna let y'all cook on it. But that shit looks dope as hell. Well, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even wait. Who's that little kid that he sees? That that's Luke? Luke. Yeah, a little. That's okay. Luke. Okay. A little Luke. And he has that little. He has a little. Uh, like that. That, that little like look in his eye. It's like I've been in this situation before. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that was little poor kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he just has to hope this one doesn't turn into an asshole. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That's what that's what Owen said. He like Obi Wan was like, he's got to be trained. He's like, like he trained his father. I was like, damn, yeah, damn. yeah, yeah. 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 I, like, I, oh sh, <laughs> he's gonna say that like that. So, yeah, man. But yeah, that's crazy how the little boy was doing just like the the drag race. He was doing yeah, the, like the pod racing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay. But uh, and then they so there, so the so it's gonna be. So Padme's she's she's dead, right? Yeah. So this is yeah. after all that. Yeah. This is oh, this between, after all that. Yeah, because yeah, he's older. Yeah. yeah but he's between, um. So Luke's a, an orphan. No, he's he's, he's, he's with his a, uncle. Uncle. Yeah. He, yeah. He's with. Oh, he's uncle with his uncle. Old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got you. Yeah. So this got is ten, This is literally right in the middle from Revenge of the Sith and A New, New Hope. New Hope. So it's like a ten years. So like Luke is literally ten years old. So got you. When we see him in a new hope, him and Leia are both right about 20. Got you. Okay. So we're like okay, right, sense. we're 10 years, we're 10 years out from that. Okay. So this is all right. This will be a good connect. Okay. Yeah. There's gonna be some there's gonna be some connective tissue that you probably when we get to the series, I'll probably have to break down for you because there's a lot of connective tissue around Star Wars, like from the animated stuff from people that might pop up. Yeah. To even the, the 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 Jedi Fallen Order video game, which is dope as hell game, um, there's you know there's there's potential that some of those people might show up from there in there into this okay. movie into the a series. But I'm really looking forward to. It. And the great thing about it is they're dropping two episodes of Obi Wan when it comes out. Mm, so no. we got exactly three weeks. Yeah, three weeks before it comes out. So it's yeah. And yeah. and and lastly, you know another thing too. Uh and and Desmond, how are you feeling about the trailer? Or Shep, what about you? I know we talked we got E point, but wait, what nothing? Did no, you even see the trailer? I, I ain't watched the trailer. Mm. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hold on. I actually watched it. Oh while my god! We were on. Oh, you stupid! For real. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at my phone and I'm like, "Oh shit!" I put one AirPod right here and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, "Watch it real quick. They won't notice." <laughs> watch it. Watch it real quick, so then we can come back to it. Um, another thing that I heard is actually looks real good. That has gotten a lot of great reviews is the Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about a, a few weeks ago that la- the, the trailer released uh, a few weeks ago. That looked off. That looked insane. Like they, I'm, they're I'm saying, yeah, 
the reviews are insane. They said it's a it's a nonstop action ride and it's it's well worth the wait. And I was like, damn, we've been waiting for almost 40 years. So Yeah. And and Tom Cruise, I know Tom Cruise ain't gonna let this one not be not be No, no, not at all. Not at all. It's you know, so uh, I'm I'm excited about that one, you know, and so it's quite a bit I gotta watch. And, and in fact, I probably won't be able to catch Obi by the time I get when I get back. I think they'll should have like probably four episodes of Obi Wan by the time I get back. So, yeah, yeah, there should be there because you're going. You're, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll probably be. Yeah, if you yeah yeah you should be you should be because it's only six episodes. You'll be right almost catching up. That's kind of how I feel about. In fact, um, this one will be dropping when I land land back here in Wichita. No. Yeah. She said two, first two, first two episodes, two, three, four. So the fourth will be dropped when I get back. Think so. I feel like, you know, once you've missed like the first, especially with a limited series, it's like you just rather just wait till they all of them get over just to binge. That's how I felt like Moon Knight. Like, same, same. Trey's like, you gotta watch. Like, it's so crazy. I was like, I'm just gonna wait till it's all done and then just watch and be then catch up with it. So and and honestly, it might be a while before I catch Moon 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 Knight because I still gotta finish the Defenders. So yeah, you can't marvel out. How far are you on the Defenders? I haven't. I, that's that's the mistake I did. I, I did the first season one of Daredevil, season one of Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones, and I was gonna start Daredevil season two because that's the next in line, but. I jumped in the Halo, so uh, yeah, you, and you I know. thought I, I actually thought Halo was actually done. I didn't realize that it's still mid, like lower part of the season. So that that I really I don't know why I jumped into that. So you gotta watch. That's I, I I promise you this. About two episodes into second season of Daredevil, you're gonna be hooked again because that the, the second season. Oh no, is, I already know. I'm, I'm already. The second season, you have no, no, you don't. You have no clue. You have no clue. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't know like what it's gonna do, like what's gonna happen there. I'm just telling. I'm just. I'm already, just, I've prepared my nest. In I'm just fact, telling you, this may be something where I may not even. Hey. In fact, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna download a lot of those episodes onto my tablet for this plane ride. Yeah, Shep. Let me just tell you, and he can back me up. What I'm do. Second season. So you remember you remember the doors, the door scene in the first season, right? Oh, come on. Right? No, no yes. Yeah. That has nothing on what's uh, what you're about to see in the second season. That has why, nothing. And it's why, not even, hey, hey, hey. Nobody hey, tell Disney about this this series because <laughs> oh they know. That's why it's on. That's why it's on that's why it's on Disney oh Plus. It's on Disney Plus with the uh mature rating now. So but um Ooh. Here's the thing is, uh, it's not Wilson this time. So that's all I want to say. But that has nothing, nothing for what you're about to see. That was, that's a, that's a, that's an appetite for season two. That's an appetizer. That's a, that's a trinket. That's a mint for season two. Stuff that you about to see. So basically season one was just an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. Your embarrassment in front of her. Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Lose your head, buddy. Yeah, but so no. So, Daz, did you finally watch it yet? Or did you just sit, just sit and watch? Okay. 
thoughts? I'm ready for it. They got a black Sith lady in here. What? And she's supposed to be. She's supposed to have a very big part. Very big part. Sounds some, like that. Some say that she might actually steal the show from Kenobi. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who she is or what she does, but it looks like she's about to test some somebody's ass up. Yeah. All apart. And then, and then when they brought it, like I don't know, like going into it, like I think I went to it right because I like my mind was just clear. I had no Star Wars in the back of my mind or anything. So when I watched the trailer, you know, I'm just sitting there watching it, like like oh cool, you know, I say like, oh is that Luke? Oh that's pretty dope, man. And all of a sudden they brought the little black box out and they attached to something. I was like, wait a minute, is that? So it was like a shock. I was like, that's Darth Vader. Oh, wait a minute. Of course, of course they've had to have battles between them, between the two. Like, I was like, oh man, oh, this, this is gonna be insane. It's really gonna it's gonna be good. And the fact that they got Hayden Christensen in the back to play Darth was Vader. He, wait. Oh, he's Vader? He's Vader. No, and, and they're gonna do. There's also there's gonna be flashbacks of him as Anakin too. Wow. Oh and, shit. And and he's also gonna show up in the Ahsoka series too. Like Hayden Christensen is being brought back to the fold. Wow. Uh, he's gonna That's be nice. he's gonna be flashbacks for for the Ahsoka series too because that's you know, what's Anakin, up, man. Anakin being Ahsoka, you know, Ahsoka being his Padawan. So it's it's glad to bring him back into the fold. And he, and he said he actually has been doing a lot of, he binged all of, all of the, uh, the animated Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars show, and all the Rebels in preparation to jump, to jump back into playing uh, Darth Vader. So Wow. I mean, that is dope. But, I mean, honestly, he kind of pissed me off in other ones. Just seems so damn immature. So I mean, he was playing his character to the T, but I was like, "Man, stop crying about that damn girl." So, <laughs> man, man, let that girl die. The thing, the thing about <laughs> damn, uh, the, the thing about it, the thing about it is, he can only play. He didn't get the, he didn't get the chance to really. Div- no, like I said, yeah. the, the Clone Wars really fleshes out Anakin's character really effing well like i can't they did such a great job of of it and when you especially when you there's a if you even go back and watch revenge of the Sith, you feel like there's a you feel like it was rushed like going from attack of the clones where he's whiny and it's obi-wan's fault and then you go from there to revenge of the sith and it was like a quick turn to the dark side it was like nah like there's a lot of little things that led up to that and the big part of that is Ahsoka, like, so E, if you get a chance, I would highly recommend you watch the uh, the thing that would give you some some points would be, uh, I'll give you a point of view with, with, with Darth Vader, or at least Anakin. If you go back and watch uh, on Disney Plus the anime series of the Clone Wars season six, the last, I want to say, four episodes... Because it's okay. really about Ahsoka, and then you go in to watch the last seven episodes of. There's only seven episodes of. Of uh, season seven, the final season of the Clone Wars, and it leads yeah. you right up until up to, Order sixty six. Like order, like there's a lot of lines that's taken from Revenge of the Sith, right. that, are, that they use in the animated. It, it get it fleshes it out so much. You're like, oh, okay. Well, 
okay. Because it's it, it does start there. Okay. It's 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 so good. And then again, and then once you've done that, and you see how the importance of Ahsoka, there's some stuff that you have to see in Star Wars Rebels, which even does even a better job. So flushing out, but it's so it's so dope. Like that's like the best relation. Like one of the like Ahsoka is one of I love Anakin. I love Luke. Um, those are my two favorite characters. My third favorite character out of the whole Star Wars franchise is Ahsoka. Okay. Ahsoka's just that. So. Especially if they have, if they keep old girl as as Ahsoka. Yes. Oh yeah, Rosario Dawson, yes. aka Lala. Yes. AKA yeah. Claire from the Defenders. Yes. Oh, man. yes. And she's and what's cool about last thing I'm I know I'm nerd, I'm nerding out. The cool thing about Rosario Dawson is the age that she is right now, which is like 44-ish, right around the age, 44, 43, 44, around that, will be the same age Ahsoka is now in The Mandalorian. So she's like the perfect person to play Ahsoka. Even she's got her yeah. mannerisms down, which is crazy. Like it's the small stuff that you just see. Yeah. See you again, Yeah, she's like, she's, yeah, so she's like the perfect person to play Disney's no Disney's basically got all the monopoly on all the money. You know, Netflix is going down. Disney's just right. like, I'm just writing these checks. You just keep writing these checks. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Disney government can't take nothing off of Disney. I don't know. We'll just move. We'll we'll just pick up and move out of Florida. <laughs> it's like, but wait, before we do that, you know it's like a billion dollars for us to move. Uh, we're we're gonna charge you to have us move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're shutting the hell up now? Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, bitches. Uh, <laughs> Des, anything to add to any of those conversations? He says he shakes his head no. Uh, well, I think that's a great time to hit the... Uh... We thank you all for tuning in listening in to the me and e show episode 52 we thank y'all for just riding with us so for east staples for desmond jones for the og chef russell i'm mark jones saying as always be nice to each other be cool with each other but more importantly, spread love. Because it's not only the Brooklyn way, it's the human way. And of course, peace and humptiness forever. Episode 52 is in the books. We out. You. Give us five stars!